When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Don't tell me how to do it. Okay, what were you guys talking about? So, uh, essentially, we were talking about like fake. So in radio, they'll have you know bits that they do over and over. Mm-hmm. And, so, and where some people will think that they're like a real, like they'll have a fake Packer fan calling to a Viking station, but people will think that that Packer fan is real. And so I oh, ran into yeah. a situation like that where I was talking with that about somebody and then was like, oh, yeah, it's one of the best bits on radio. And they were like, no, that person's 100% real. They call in oh, drunk all the time and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're just talking about ruining people's Christmas in a way. Oh, ruining people's Christmas. That's yeah, it's nice. Like, it's like telling a kid about, you know, yeah, Santa Claus. Nice touch. That's a, what about Santa Claus? Don't be bringing up oh, Santa Claus. Well, that he just has a lot of helpers to help him deliver all oh, those presents. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, sounds good to me. I always love the people that, that have to ruin things like that for, for other people, particularly people are, like they're in their mid-teens. Oh, you don't still believe that, do you? It's like, yeah. oh, really? Because you've got the whole truth on everything, do you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny that this morning I got up a little earlier, went for a walk, and just uh, had a nice walk. It was windy as hell, but, <clears throat> you know, it does mm-hmm. that in the morning. But I was, uh, just before I left, I, I said I better check the headlines. So I went uh, online, and then I, I went to uh, CNN, and I went to Fox and looked at it. And I noticed something about both Fox and CNN. See if you guys have ever noticed this. When CNN is interviewing a Republican, or Fox is interviewing a Democrat and they're standing facing each other, what do they both do every single time? Because I've been checking this for about a month and it happens every time. They cross their arms? Uh, no, that's a good one, though. That'd be a good, that'd be, a, that's all the way. It's like, I don't want you anywhere near me. Yeah. Like yeah. That. What I've noticed is usually, so if it's whatever station, if they're interviewing somebody of the opposite, that person looks mm-hmm. disheveled and it looks like they just woke up and like they're not dressed properly. Yeah, they look like Britney. <laughs> they look like Britney. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Is that what it is? Um, what I've noticed over the last couple of weeks or whatever is when they're interviewing someone and they don't like that person's politics, uh, if they do like it, they lean into them just to buy about three inches. They mm. lean in and they stand on their front foot. When they don't like them, they back up about four or five inches 
and stand on their back foot. They lean back and they, they literally are trying to get as far away from them as they can while still interviewing them. Yeah. AJ's doing it right now. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. just trying to get into the mindset. Here. They don't want to catch the liberalism or the conservative whatever yeah. views. It's yeah. contagious. It's, it's contagious. airborne. <laughs> it's but I there's no way they. But how does a director or the producer not tell them, look, you can't do that. You can't lean on your back foot or you can't like back away from them with your upper body. Mm-hmm. It looks bad, but maybe most people don't even notice things like that. You yeah. think? I would say there's got to be somebody there whose job it is to keep everybody in camera frame. And, <laughs> you, know, like, think, you think that'd be a good idea. It's just, maybe it's just a coincidence. Maybe they just smell really bad every time. Yeah, that's what all the all they smell bad when they go on the opposite channel. That's exactly what it is. What's the woman's? She's got long black hair and she's always got kind of a crabby face. She's one of the biggest anchors on CNN. I don't know any of their names anymore. No, I don't either. I have no idea. I don't even know how to Google that. It would be crabby, crabby CNN (laughs) anchor. No, just the lead anchors on CNN. She'd be one of the, she's one of the top anchors on uh, CNN, but I don't know any of these. The only one I know is Pete Hegseth, and that's only because he's from Minnesota. You're not talking about Aaron Burnett, are you? No. No. no, it's not Aaron Burnett. Mm. Um, she's got long black hair. There's Always a, got kind of a smirk on her face, kind of. Robin Mead. I know, it doesn't really matter. Right, is it Betty Wynn? You know the problem we're going to have? They have a lot of women. You know the problem we're going to have here? I don't know who these people right. are. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Is it the one with long black hair who always <laughs> have the, has a smirk on her face? <laughs> Yes, that's the one. Okay, perfect. Glad we... <laughs> so it's all of that. But I did notice it's like, I did notice that it happens on all of the channels. If it's a conservative channel mm-hmm. and, a, and, a, and a liberal's on, they lean back. They don't even know they're doing it. I bet you they don't know they're doing that. That it's just in, ingrained in their noggin that I cannot possibly agree with you. So I, I want to be as far away from you as I can. Yeah, I wonder if it's just kind of a natural response to you're saying something that maybe I don't agree with. And so I'm trying to distance myself from your opinion because I don't want somebody to think I'm agreeing with you or something like that, you know? I don't know. Okay, well, say hello to me. Uh, hello, Tom. How was your walk this morning? Oh, it was really great. Uh, I had a good time. Uh... Tom, you lean, God. Back like, you lean back like that all the time. No, no, I don't lean back. I do this. I lay down, actually. Yeah, I know. I try to too. <laughs> I do lay down. Sh- in my chair. <laughs> do your shoulders hurt? No, why? Because like that's why I try to lean back. I have like shoulders that eventually oh. hurt by the end of the broadcast, so no. I always. Well, it's something like that. The problem is that I'm so muscular that it yeah, just gets it. You gotta, yeah, you gotta stretch yeah. the pecs because they're just pulling your yeah, shoulders because you're so slow. <laughs> but I, I honestly, oh, by the way, in a couple of weeks we're going to make a couple of a uh, couple of moves with the show, and on the very first day of it, I want to start a new a new game show. Ooh! But I don't want to tell you the name of the show yet. It's a new game show. And I figure we should give away like 500 bucks to the winner, something like that. Oh. I can work that out. Not a problem. But are we, are we have... eligible to win? <laughs> can we win? No, you're on the show. You can't oh. win. No, it's fine. I wouldn't have thought that. You're out of the mix. But yeah, just get ready. Brand new game show the very first day, which would be the day after Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Uh, we're going to switch up a couple of things and, and, and we're going to kick it off with a game show. And I just saw the game show on my walk this morning. Because I was, again, watching the news before I left. Watched the news for about a half an hour, and then I, I left on my walk. When I got, by the time I got back, it's like, boy, I, there's some glaring differences in the news now. 
and that will that that will be what the game show will be based on. And what I figured right. we'd do is if you could name the instances in which I ask for, if you if you can name the most most of them, you can win like a thousand bucks or something. It'll be a good game show. It's going to be hard to win though. It's going to take a lot of a lot of effort for you to count all the things I want you to count. So I mean, that's why it's got to be a thousand bucks because you're going to put a lot of work into this game show. I like that's all it. I'm saying. I like yeah, it. At first, I thought this was just like a joke, and then, but I no. like it. I'm all in. I love games. No, we uh, remember. You guys might be too young to remember the original uh, bit. What was it? What was the priest named Father Guarducci on Saturday Night Live? Oh, not Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it was Saturday Night Live, wasn't it? Or was it Damn, SCTV? The name sounds familiar. Father Sarducci. He was a, he was a, a Catholic priest. And he would come on and say the most obnoxious things of any living human. And he had a game show on his appearance one time. Father Sarducci, find the Pope into the pizza. Because he's, he's an Italian guy. And apparently he made a pizza and drew a picture of the Pope in the cheese. And for you to win, you had to find the Pope in the pizza. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like that game, yeah. in a way. Yeah, That's it was. Amazing. And he was the weekend updates on uh, SNL. There you go. It was SNL. I R thought it was. Rocking the hat and the mustache. Oh, yeah. He's got the hat and the mustache. <laughs> Actually, if you can find any audio, we only got about a minute to go before we uh, go with Phil. But if you can find it for after Phil, mm -hmm. just the way he his phony Italian accent is phenomenal. I came down to today. Uh, everything has an ah uh at the end of it, <laughs> which automatically makes it Italian. Apparently. 100%. <laughs> I guess that's hello. Uh, how are you today? Uh, yeah, okay. That's it. Yeah, you're very telling. Yeah, and you speak with your hands off. I've got like Oh a yeah, little, he does that too. I've got yep. like a little compilation here. Phil's not quite in the room yet, so maybe we can oh, uh, perfect. Perfect. Let's see if we can uh, get a little Father Sarducci action. Viewers are baffled over a new peculiar star that has been spotted in the sky, and here where the report is our friend Father Guido Sarducci. Father Can you say you're not wearing your red stripes uh did something happen you weren't promoted to monsignor well it was it was just postponed a little bit oh. jen this says was you know some problem with the paperwork and you know not to wait for the next group and i don't know if they give me a ring around the bush or what's going on there <laughs> i think it's going to be okay i'm going to be promoted soon because just the other day i came up with a great idea and i think they're really going to like it and promote me right away what was the idea uh, it's a it's a call of the Shrine Mobile. <laughs> shrine Mobile. I was in at this meeting, you know, and there was all of these cardinals and the bishops, and they was all really down, you know, and depressed because they just got this report back, and it says that the take at the shrines in Italy is off 55 <laughs> percent, and the reason is because of the price of a gasoline so expensive, two dollars and fifty cents a gallon. People there just can't go. afford so to expensive. drive it to the shrines. <laughs> so I says to him, you know, where's that old walk on the water spirit? <laughs> you know, I mean, Procter and Gamble like wouldn't take it to sitting down. You know, oh. I love it too because he's just smoking a cigarette heavily yeah. the entire segment. Yeah, just... a cigarette. Yeah, you got to see. Yeah. Actually, we, yeah, we could do that uh, all day long because all he does to speak Italian is put an A at the end of about every third word. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I uh, came today. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, let me know when Phil's ready to go. We can uh, hop it, on with him. Oh, he is ready Phil's to go getting on, I would like to uh, offer a public apology to uh, AJ 
because it's sports related. So I feel like Phil, this is right up your alley. The World Junior Hockey is coming to Minnesota in 2026, and the jerseys that they have are say "State of Hockey" with the outline of Minnesota <laughs> in the background. So I feel like I owe AJ an apology because he was right. Minnesota is the state of hockey. Wow! Wow! It's what an always apology. Been- you know, it's always been known as a state of hockey, though, hasn't it? Yeah, but I like to give them crap yeah. about it not being a state of hockey. Well, think about this. They they beat out Las Vegas. Massive city. Massive yeah. city. Minneapolis, we are. So, uh, yeah, hockey hotbed. I'm pumped. We're still a couple years away, but yeah. uh, that doesn't help with the Wilds' uh, woes last night. Another night of woes? Fourth straight loss for the, uh, for the old Ooh. Wild Club there. That's, I blame it on Phil Mackey. That's all I have to yeah. say. It was a hundred percent my fault. Yeah, it was your you fault. know, I uh, what I did was I actually um, I dulled the blades of some of the wild player skates, sure. so they they lost some edges at some key times. A couple guys crashed into the boards, so you know. But we all have something big to root for this Sunday. A must lose game for the Minnesota Vikings against yep. the Detroit Lions. Yes, absolutely. Do not win that game. Don't win no. that game. In fact, I'd love, it's been a couple weeks. Uh, I, I don't think I think Larry David would uh, punch me if I said Happy New Year after January 3rd, but it's <laughs> nice to see you guys after a couple weeks. And I was on Twitter before the Packers game saying, hey, today is a great day for the Minnesota Vikings to lose and improve their draft stock. And people yep. weren't ready to hear mm-hmm. it before the Packers game. I was accused of being a bad fan. How can you root against the Vikings? Wait a second. No, you're rooting for a three-hour sugar high. I'm rooting for the – I'm eating my broccoli. I'm investing in my Vikings 401K. I want long-term Viking success, not a three-hour sugar high. Preach. That makes sense. No, I didn't know there was that much sugar in whiskey. Uh, you know, if you, if, if you make the old fashions the way that I do, Tom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like you it. Put pretty much fun. anything in, in those bad boys. I got to be but honest you, with you. Once again, when I was a little boy – and I was not a fan. I just knew it from watching the news. I was a little boy, five, six, seven years old, something like that. And the Minneapolis Lakers just kicking everybody's ass every year, winning the national championship. As soon as I turned double digits, 1961, everything fell apart. Yeah. Except for the Twins did win two World Series, which is magnificent. They did. But, but that's the thing about the Vikings. The Vikings, they've been around since 1961. So 60-plus years, generations of Vikings fans have seen Division championships, trips to the Super Bowl. Well, actually, there are a couple generations of Vikings fans that haven't even seen a trip to the Super Bowl. They've had Hall of Fame players. They've done everything there is to do as a franchise except win the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah well, that's exactly they, they were supposed to win, what, I think two out of the four. They were predicted to win two out of the four, weren't they? They were. We actually, uh, over the holidays, I think it was on December 26th, Judd and I, we, we did an episode. We, we do... Uh, the day after Vikings games, we do a pie chart of blame or a pie chart of praise for what okay. happened in the game the other day. Okay. Well, we did a historical pie chart on Super Bowl four, the Vikings losing to the Chiefs. We went back, mm-hmm. watched the grainy footage of that game, and we we I think it was um, like seven slices of pie, pie chart of blame. And did you know, and you're a guy that travels around uh, Florida during baseball spring training season once in a while. That, yeah. The head groundskeeper at Hammond Stadium for years and years and years, George Toma. So George Toma oh, was sure. yep. Yep. the head groundskeeper for the Twin Spring Training Complex. And he he was also the head's groundkeeper for for Super Bowls dating back to Super Bowl one, all the way through a couple of years ago. 
And we found out doing research for the Super Bowl four pie chart. George Toma in 1969 was also the head groundskeeper for the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. So the Kansas City Chiefs had their own head groundskeeper as the groundskeeper of the Super Bowl. The field was a sloppy mess from the second play of the game. It was. Because they didn't want the purple people eaters to get traction. They didn't want Alan Page and Carl Eller and all these guys to get their footing. And so the, the Chiefs had a clean pocket the entire game. I call conspiracy. Oh, 55 no years later, conspiracy. Well, that was a come at me. They they're based that what you're saying is absolutely true. They destroyed that field on purpose. There's no yeah. question about that. 100. Yeah. percent So, what do they think? They were politicians or something that they had to lie their way through? Is that the plan? That's that's what the Chiefs did. Yes, the Chiefs lied their way through a Super Bowl championship over the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I remember. Why don't Minnesotans ever do that? You know, that's don't think too ethical. That that's not. Even we, well, well, we had this debate on Purple Daily today. So two years ago, the Vikings had a choice between two head coaches. And you guys might disagree on this, but my I think my logic is sound here. The Vikings had Kevin O'Connell, who became the coach, right? He was mm-hmm. kind of there. He was the, the hot coordinator. Mm-hmm. But they had Jim Harbaugh in the building for 10 hours. Right. And they were, as, as far as you know, things have been reported, like half the people behind the scenes were ready to just, hey, put a contract in front of him. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But because they just fired Mike Zimmer, who was pretty cantankerous, kind of ruffled feathers behind the scenes, they didn't want to go with another coach that might ruffle some feathers behind the scenes. They wanted someone that could get along with everybody, right? And Kevin's done a good job. Kevin is like, what, 20 and 15 in his first two years. Mm-hmm. You know, he lost his starting quarterback, and uh, and he hasn't done a bad job. But Jim Harbaugh is probably going to go back to the NFL on Tuesday after winning a national championship. Yep. Yep. And, and the last time he was in the NFL – he took the San Francisco 49ers to three straight conference championship games, a Super Bowl, yep. you know, 12 wins a season. I feel like we we also in Minnesota, we do the, uh, I don't know, we're afraid of conflict, so let's hire the guy that's going to shake hands behind the scenes over the guy that might ruffle some feathers. I'm worried that we made a mistake two years ago. That's what I'm saying. Can we change it now? Can we get him next year? I mean, he's available right now. Exactly. So why don't we go after him? Because This guy's had the, a couple of years and he hasn't done a damn thing, right? Yeah, well, we didn't have. To, we don't, I don't think we have the guts. We're too nice. That's my point. We're too no, nice. we're not nice. See, that's the bullshit Minnesota line that being <laughs> holding things close to the vest and doing things my way is being nice. Yeah, I love that about Minnesota. Oh, it's nice as long as you follow my lead. Then it's nice. We like, are. Yeah, someone. I, I'm sure many people have coined this phrase, but Minnesotans, Minnesota nices. We will give you directions to anywhere you ask, except our own house. <laughs> Very good. I like that. Look, I love Minnesota, born and raised in Minnesota. But you look around, there's some odd cats that live in Minnesota. Well, in every state, they're they're yeah. odd in different ways. But there's some weird people that live in Minnesota. Yeah, we are. We are it's super weird. Great to see you. Now you made your day better by telling them, yeah, it's great to see you. That's kind of a Minnesota thing. Because <laughs> I just told you, hey, you're looking good. Your day's gotten even better. Okay, well, yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. We do offer a lot of fake platitudes. The other thing we do, too, is yep. at the end of any interaction, especially if we haven't seen someone in a long time, at the end of any interaction, we both try to figure out when the next time we're going to see each other might be. Yeah. So the interaction is over, and it's like, okay, Tom, uh, it was good to see you. Maybe I'll see you at this other thing coming up in a month or two, right? Like yep. We always try to do that for some reason. It can't just be, oh, we ran into each other. We might never see each other again. That's fine. Well, whoever thought it was a good idea, and I have to 
tell you in my family, both sides are, are prevalent, not in me personally, but when you count all the people, um, Minnesota is just, it's full of Germans and, and Scandinavians. What the hell did you think was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my mother was German. My, uh, my wife's uh, got a lot of the old, uh, well, my daughter's married to a Scandinavian. So there you go. I mean, Germans and Scandinavians together. Was that ever a good idea? No. And I'm, so I am, um, I'm like 45% Norwegian, but I'm mm. also 50% Irish. And I think 5% German. Oh and I will, I will Irish goodbye. My wife too. She's <laughs> even better than I am at the Irish goodbye. Minnesotans get offended by the Irish goodbye. Do you guys know what the Irish goodbye? You just you just peace out of a gathering without telling anybody. Yes, <laughs> yes. Almost every gathering I go to. Yeah, because like this is nothing. Minnesota, the Minnesota goodbye. Right, we feel like oh, we have to go say goodbye to everybody, and it's going to take forty five minutes to leave a party. No, mm -hmm. just leave. Send a Please. text message later. Hey, thanks for having us over. Maybe we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks at this other thing. See, I, I did that exact thing. We just went to a function on Tuesday night, Catherine and I did. Or excuse me, Wednesday night, went to a function. I actually had to wear long pants, which pissed me off. Because whenever I have to wear long pants, they're always sweat pants. But you can't do that when you go to those kinds of things. So I had to wear yeah. real pants, which pissed me off. <laughs> but uh, absolutely, it's just I got up and left. What's the smallest well, gathering you can you can Irish goodbye? Like if it's 20 people, it's easy, right? You just You just, you don't say anything. What if it's like four people and you're the fifth? Can you Irish? Like, what's the smallest amount of people you can just Irish goodbye without saying anything? Okay, quick question. Am I related to any of them? Um, yes. You're related to two of them. The other two are, are friends or acquaintances. Okay, Na well, I, I'd leave. I'd wait for them to go to the bathroom and then I'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Tom go? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened. Just left. <laughs> See, I love that whole thing about, you know, Irish, German, would you say Scandinavian or Swedish? What what kind of Scandinavian are you? I'm Norwegian. I'm 45% Norwegian, according Norwegian. to Ancestry.com. Right. Yeah. My favorite combo and one of my, I love Tommy O'Brien and his older brother, Pat, was my brother-in-law, no longer alive, unfortunately, but the great family, they were half Irish and half Puerto Rican. Wow. You should have seen them get pissed off. It was a thrill. <laughs> it was a ball watching them get mad. Just Holy Irish and Puerto Rican. Fiery family gatherings, yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Very quick example, because I know you got to get going here, but I went to uh, one of the one of the younger members of the family's wedding, in the O'Brien family. I was invited to the wedding, so I went, and I sat in the back row. Mr. O'Brien. Thomas O'Brien, Tommy O'Brien Sr., stopped the function in the middle of the Catholic Church, in the middle of the, the, the little mass thing. He stops it, walks back to me, grabs me by the arm, because he was an FBI agent, by the way. Oh. Grabs me by the arm, and he's got me by the arm, and he leads me up and puts me in the front row. Yeah. And he goes, okay. Then they started, started again. He was pissed off that I would sit in the back row. He said, no, 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 you're part of the family now. Get up here. Yeah. I love you know, that I I've always wanted to, you know, get a couple cocktails and like an FBI agent or a CIA oh. agent and get some stories that they're not supposed to tell. It's a, it's a life well, goal. Be a lot of those in Minnesota. The FBI in Minnesota is filthy as hell, so they have a lot of good stories. Couple, couple old fashions and hey, before I go, <laughs> I, I have a question for you before I go because for 
for next week, we are putting together. Uh, so we, we have the score North twin show, which we are keeping uh, active throughout the off season, just sort of talking Love about uh, speculation. We're also, so starting next week, I'm putting together the top 25 twins players of all time list. I'm top wondering of all time. Yep. And I'm not going to spoil it, but once you get down to 25, there's some, you know, it gets a little tougher, but who do you think you're a lifelong twins fan? Who do you think mm-hmm. is the number one twins player of all time? Rod Carew. Okay. I got a good guess. I'll tell you next week who my number one is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hard to beat Rod Carew because he was good at running the bases. He could steal bases. He could hit. I mean, he could field. It'd be pretty tough to beat him out. Now, my favorite person of all time, there's a like a four-way tie. Because you got Herbeck, you got Timmy Laudner, you got you go down the list. There are a bunch of I love some of those twins guys. They are just they've become really good friends. And but I never met I've never even met Rod Carew. I think once I walked by him and said hello, but that was about it. Is he as cantankerous in person as he is on camera? You know, I've I've met him twice, but but not enough to really get to know him oh, okay. behind the scenes. So I couldn't I couldn't speak. I will tell you though, spoiler, he is in my top twenty five twins list. So Ooh, Rod you, you Carew, nailed, you nailed one. Yeah, Rod Carew. I know it's a Wait a I know it, it was it was borderline there, but uh, he is in the top twenty-five. Oh my God! You just put him in the top twenty-five, Rod Carew. <laughs> no, oh, he's like you... he's high up. He's high up. But I'm I will tell you whether he's number one or number twenty-three next week when I join this show. Okay, well, Phil, I'd like to know how many times <laughs> you hit four hundred in the major. Yeah, Phil. I, yeah, <laughs> Phil. Hey, I hit two ninety-five in high school one time. Okay? Well, so. that's not bad, man. That's good. No question about it. Yeah. All right, Pally, we'll look forward to you uh, talking to you on Monday. All right, let's go uh, Go Lions this weekend. Go Lions, everyone. I agree with you 100%. Go Lions. You're right on the money, Buster. You guys. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. Phil Mackey, ladies and gentlemen, score north. Of course, Judd Zolga and Phil Mackey, come on. You got Judd on Monday. Uh, excuse me, Phil, on Mondays, Fridays. You got Judd on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Love those guys. Great. Yeah. yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of minutes as the show continues. What's that other guy's name? He works at Channel 5. Can't, what's his name? I uh, seem to always forget. Crispy? Around here somewhere. Shuffling papers. <laughs> We're all shuffling papers looking for his name. Chris Eggert will join us right after this, ladies and gentlemen. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, Florida Keys Island Chain, as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident, now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys. So they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan. 
a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! Now we're talking So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. My goodness, that was that, that kind of played out. I kind of like that to tell you the truth. It went for about three seconds. Beautiful. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this, continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows, the original My Slippers, and the My Pillow six pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You horn tootin', that's all I have to say. Channel 5's Chris Eggert, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert in the news. You know, I haven't even looked at the uh, the local news this morning yet. A lot of national news going on Uh I don't know. Anything happening in town we should know about, good or bad? Uh, there's always great things happening here, Tom. Yeah, uh, and they're they, all bad, unfortunately. They, we've been talking about that uh, homeless encampment in, in South Minneapolis for the last several weeks. Yeah. And how they had been threatening to clear it out. Uh, and that's pro- the mayor was sued by a couple of the people living there because that they said that wasn't fair. Um, well, wait a minute. What wasn't fair? that they were making them move nobody made you live there the the lawsuit was filed um however the clearing of the camp has moved forward and then they just moved three blocks to the south of there like they moved right three blocks walked three blocks to the south in another city lot and are there now so that will be the next site of camp Noonan Kossi or I had some kind of a I like that yeah he probably was breaking up no question I hate seeing people suffer from drug addiction which most of those people do suffer from drug addiction but there is a situation where I'm sorry but you cannot sue somebody because they want to move you if you don't own the land what do you 
suing for what? Yeah, I, well, and obviously we've got a housing crisis in this city and everywhere, every everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere yep. in the United States, there's there's housing issues and there's poverty issues and and whatnot. Uh, I guess th- another another issue that comes up then is for people who are living next to this empty lot. Now they've got a um, encampment of people who are living there. Unfortunately, a couple of bad things that happened at the other at the other location. And um, yeah, so that that's kind of the big thing. It's been we've been sort of tracking this morning. So, you know, one thing that I love about that, what you just said, is that same exact time period you're talking about what all these people ended up living in the streets and all these people can't pay their bills and their but credit card debt is over a trillion dollars in America now. Did you know that a trillion dollars? Right. Bad. Is it just a coincidence then that the last three presidents are either billionaires or worth several hundred million dollars? If we're all suffering financially, how did they make a billion dollars in just eight years? How did it happen? This is the most disgusting place on earth right now. Instead of being the land of the free and the home of the brave, it's all about money, just like every other shithole in the world. Yeah, it it, it is pretty incredible to see how the economy has been over the last several years and the debt that people are accumulating the interest rates have gone to a ridiculous level and yet there are so many people who are becoming very wealthy right now very well congratulations to them i'm not one of them but good on you we're not we're not the president of the united states either that's a big uh, big, and by the way it's both democrats and republicans you can't even blame it on either party it's who's ever in charge i get all the money and you get nothing i never really um had aspired to become a lawmaker but the more i think about it that seems to be the (laughs) well you don't really have to be the Oh, go ahead, Devin. So you don't really have to make laws, Chris. You just show up and get paid and no, <laughs> you yeah. blame everybody you else even, for why you can't do anything. And you yeah. don't even show up that often. They have right. so much time off. Oh, like yeah. They run like kind of a Britney schedule, and I love yeah. that. Yeah, and if there's, no, if there's no government holidays coming up, you just shut the whole thing down, and you say you're oh, fighting, yeah. and you come back in two weeks and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, but with Chris, with these encampments, it feels like, you know, every year they just keep getting moved to a different location, a different location, a different location. Is there anything that's being done or making moves to kind of try and make it where we don't have these encampments, period, and there's well, places for people to go? Yeah, well, I know um, Mayor Fry has been really trying to tout some programs to be able to get more people into homes. It always seems, though, that the – and I think the same thing in St. Paul as well – I. Th- I think the problem that always happens here is the the availability of the homes are on a different time frame than what a lot of people, you know, it's just how long can you wait? And then in some cases, some of the people who've chosen to stay at a, at a camp like this have chosen that for a certain reason because they want to have a certain lifestyle and maybe don't or aren't able to take advantage of some of the housing opportunities that are out there. So it's uh, it's complex. It's, I know we've all heard it before. It doesn't mean it's any less of, of a problem for people. Uh, you know, I've, I've, every place I've ever worked and lived, there's been something like this that's gone on. In mm-hmm. Seattle, there was a thing, a huge camp that went on for years. And, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of an unfortunate big city thing, I guess. Well, and unfortunately, we're feeding these people and keeping them in camps by letting people bring hundreds of tons of drugs across the border with them. 
I mean, how can you let people do that knowing how many Americans are going to kind of die because of all these drug smugglers coming into this country? Well, the, the, the border, the border is a whole nother issue. <laughs> well, but it's the same issue. It's no, I, no, I, I, understand, I understand your point. I I'm just, um, yeah. And there's been all kinds of stuff going on at the border over the last couple of days right, too. Right. a bunch of high ranking Republicans went down there over the last several days. They are tying, um, border funding to Ukraine funding. And so it's a, it goes back to a very complex, um, net of things happening in washington dc that to your point tom probably all somewhere end up with money in the in the background so how does it possibly ha- i got really lucky i have all these gold bars sewn into a jacket <laughs> like what he actually had gold allegedly bars sewn into allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> okay allegedly yeah you're right <laughs> I, I would love to see everybody be happy that would be nice to have a bunch of happy people but our leadership is terrible and has been for decades. And I'm talking about the world leadership. Our world leadership is horrendous. Not just America, everywhere. Because it's all about money. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there are some hockey fans who are happy, Tom. Yeah, but they don't live in Minnesota. No, they do. Not wild, mm-hmm. not wild fans. Um, but there was, <laughs> it was announced this morning that the Twin Cities were named as the host for the Junior World Hockey Championship next year, which is a very big thing, I'm told. Good, and good. it'll bring all kinds of people from all around the world. They're actually being played right now uh, overseas in, in one of those Scandinavian places. Sweden. I can't remember. Is it Sweden? Sweden. Okay, thank, you. thank you. We were discussing it this morning, and somebody was saying Finland. Somebody, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it's Sweden. And then somebody <laughs> threw something else there. And then they, um, the new Minnesota professional women's hockey team will play their first home game at the X this weekend. And there's a ton of Minnesota girls who are on the roster, which was what you would expect. And they're trying to break a, a league record already by getting the most people in attendance, which I think is somewhere 700, 8,000. 8, no, no, no. It was well, the first game was well attended. Um, the first game had 8,000 fans there. Oh, Ooh, wow. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah so I think that was, they're going to smash that record. They uh, just announced last night they they were originally just going to do like sections in the lower bowl, but now mm. because of high demand, they've started doing uh, club level seating too, and I think it's only going to expand. So I think that eight thousand and some change is going to get smashed on Saturday. Um, are yeah, we going to so- put as much time and energy into naming them as we did our flag? Because I'm excited to be excited about that something. Flag. Oh, my God. I hate that flag. <laughs> it's, that's actually funny you say that because they don't oh. have a name. They don't yet. have a name. They don't, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Um, yeah. the, like the six-month time period for the league, that's like not enough time for just branding of a sports team because they have to go through the committee process similar to flag. They have to go through like – uh, designing and restructuring and like uh, is the color exactly what we want and then jersey production merch branding all this other stuff it's like an eight to 12 month process and they were like well instead of pushing the league off another full gear and taking essentially jobs away from this entire league mm-hmm. let's just run it with very blank template jerseys and then we'll come back to the branding next year they're all just in some yeah. white tees just skating around <laughs> yeah. i am ready to watch another government hearing about a naming of something i am excited i i will keep us up to date i will be oh obsessed. you bet you bet your you know what your keister there Brittany. that that flag thing is nowhere close to being over with Thank they've God. 
legislative sessions coming up. That is going to be of all the things they should be worried about. I guarantee you that's going to be the thing that causes the most. It's going to make the most news. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Do you get the impression, by the way, that our state flag now is designed by somebody who was on Lake Minnetonka and saw it on a boat? It looks like those flags that hang on the back of boats. It has it? a little bit of a of a lake vibe. I can yeah. see that. I can definitely see that. Oh, yeah, we'll do that one. It'll be a fake sun, and then it'll be a V, and then it'll be three colors. Ooh, way to work hard. It'd be really cool if it said something like Lake Life or, or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it. I like that call. That's a good call. That's all I have to say. Lake life. Lake life. But is there any chance we can just get rid of those flags and just, can, we just <laughs> no. again, just put up like a a green, solid green flag? What do you say? That's I think that's it? very close to the state of Washington's flag. It is. You're yeah. absolutely right. Um, so this, and here's another thing. We just had a story about this earlier in the week, which you also knew was going to come out. The Hennepin County Sheriff is coming out saying, um, hey, uh, who's going to pay for us to have to like redo all of our badges and our emblems and our cars oh, and, I our think about that. and our letterhead and our court documents? Because all that stuff has the state seal on it currently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that she, um, the sheriff, Dewana Witt, is saying like basically like it's hundreds of thousands of dollars that they don't have budgeted. So there's a whole nother thing that's going to come out of the woodwork. On okay, it. he's being a little dramatic because yeah. I feel like the answer is you just wait until those things come up. expire. Yeah, right. like come up. Like you don't. We you don't, don't have to immediately run well, I'm, into it. I'm not it. being dramatic, Brittany. I'm telling you. No, what was the, in the news. no, the sheriff guy. Oh, it's a gal <laughs> or a girl. A gal. Yeah. Name so Luana. Oh, Luana, now I'm sorry. sexist. She... <laughs> no, that, that's why I was like. I didn't know what you're talking about. I was like, what? I got to start referring to you as if you're not here. He's being so dramatic. (laughs) Okay, she's being dramatic. Because just like in the military when you got new uniforms, a lot of us were running around in woodland camo while the other ones had digitals. You just wait until... So it's not like you have to run out to the car immediately and scrape off the emblem. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But that is... But you're going to see that all over the place because it's another way to, like complain about the flags that's for mm-hmm. sure should i just to piss everybody off take the old flag and fly it on my house every day yeah run her up the pole every I, day fly it on your car yes you can put it in my car i feel like that's fine too like that's retro like that's cool like, so, you want, like i shouldn't laugh i shouldn't laugh about this but we had a we had a soundbite on the other day from somebody um in greater minnesota somewhere and the guy was at a at a uh county meeting and they were talking about the flag and the guy was god bless him for being passionate he was like that will never be my flag (laughs) i like it i was like damn my my man is committed to the bit but chris i gotta ask you a question i always thought as a kid because i grew up in a neighborhood again with it was catholic black jewish Mexicans and Native Americans. That's who lived. I thought the guy in the horse was being honored on our flag. How is that a negative thing? I, I still don't understand why a Native American on a horse is a negative thing on your flag. You're honoring Native Americans, aren't you? 
I'm guessing it's more the farmer who's farming the land that was taken from that Native American fella. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to do about that? It happened. See, that's I, the other thing. We love to deny things ever happened. Settle down. I think that's what the the core of it is. But uh, listen, I'm not here to debate that. I gotta, uh, gosh, gotta get going here. Oh. Yeah, you better hit the road. That will never be my flag. Not, not my president. Not my flag. The guy, he he had that conviction in his voice. He was like, and I'm like, man, I'm like, I've never been, I've never had that strong of a feeling about anything in my entire life. And my guy was just no way on that new flag. I try to change okay. that flag in a small town. I dare you. <laughs> I just got a text message from a, a listener or an email, I guess. I don't know what the hell it was, a message or something. Uh, they suggest, because he's a little upset uh, right now with the other team, to change the men's team to the Minnesota Mild and let the women's team be the Minnesota Wild. What do you think? Oh, Ter- no, terrible, because I don't even like the Wild namesake to begin with. I know that. I don't, I don't either. Yeah, it's dumb. I agree. It's not a good name. Yeah. What happened to the, You know, they took the stars so we could still be the North Stars. It could be the stars in Dallas and the North Stars of Minneapolis. Well, we're kind of like trending back to that with those North Stars looking jerseys, too, yeah. which like mm-hmm. everyone yeah. loves. But yeah. Um, all right, you got to go. <laughs> Have a great weekend, you guys. You too, thanks. Wow. It sounded like I just kicked you off the show, but I didn't. <laughs> You're like, okay, Chris, time's up. That's great. He's nice talking to you. Great. He's out of control. He is <laughs> absolutely He's being so dramatic. Him. He is so dramatic. Who, Chris? Why? Yeah. Far too dramatic. Thanks, Chris. Okay, get off my screen right now. <laughs> that was very awkward. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, bringing you Chris Eggert in the news. we got to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Okay, find the Pope into the pizza. His cousin, Bob Sansevier, is up next. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. 
Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-Zero-Res, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero res car. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com.